Hi, everybody. Tia Moore here with Keller Williams and the Next View podcast. Um, so this is our first show today. I have my friend and colleague here, um, Andrew Greaves. But before we get into that, I just wanted to tell you guys a little bit about what Next View podcast is about. Um, our team, we're very community centric. Um, we prioritize providing a best in class customer service experience above anything else. Um, you know, I know a lot of businesses don't prioritize it, but with us, customer service is our top priority. So it's alive and well with Next View Home Professionals. Um, because we work with a lot of people and because we know that service is important, we seek to have partners and have referral partners that are um, that have the same values in mind. So my biggest priority is the network. Like I feel like that's one of my biggest jobs is to know a lot of people. And thankfully, I know a lot of people. So if you need a resource, I can be that resource for you. Um, and I know my clients always need somebody. So resourcefulness is definitely a skill set and asset of mine. So I wanted to get into um, who our sponsors are and who's helping us put our podcast together. We have the Oliver Whalen team at Nova Home Loans. They are amazing loan officers. If you need, if you're thinking about buying a home and you just want to know if you qualify for it, what steps you need to take in order to purchase one. If you're thinking about refinancing, you need to contact Justin or Ryan and they will help you with all of your home loan needs. Um, we also have Platinum Home Warranty. Um, our great partner, Yvonne, with Platinum Home Warranty, she's amazing. I know I had a client just call because their air conditioning, their air conditioner went out on their house and there was a little bit of panic at night, um, and I know they got right on it. So if you need a home warranty, please contact Yvonne or call me, and I'd be happy to share with you what the experience has been with them through the lens of my clients and myself. We also have Security Idol. So we are lucky because we do have one of the security title reps here with us, but security title handles all of the closing needs. Whether you're buying a home, selling a home, or refinancing, you do have to use a title company. They're gonna help make sure that the homes are lien free and you have a clear title in order to move forward with your process. And we can talk about their importance within the transaction. So my friend, Andrew Greaves is here. Tia, Tia, Tia. <laughs> How are you today? I'm good. You excited about this? Congratulations, your first one. Thank you very much. That's awesome. Appreciate it. So Andrew is with Security Title. I've known we've known each other for about five years now, I think, or close to it. Yeah. Um, So I just want to tell us a little bit about you, what you do, who you are. Yeah. What's up um, with Andrew? So uh, I've been in the title world. It'll be a year, September 11th. I come from the insurance background. That's where you and I met mm-hmm. um, at Keller Williams. Um, new father. Yes. Uh, my son will be seven months in a few days. What's his name? Silas Knight Greaves. I mean, he's he can get away <laughs> with just the first and middle name. That was the intention. If he becomes famous, all he needs is Silas Knight. I mean, don't, don't you like that? I, I mean, like the name. Okay. And he's a cute kid. He, he looks a lot like his mother, yes. <laughs> he does look a lot like his mom. But I had to add the night because I, I'm a huge Batman fan. Yep. So. You even have the license plates that say. Uh, that says Nightwing. Night yeah. Yep. I have a bat cave <laughs> in my house. But, yeah, so I've been with security this for. Guy. Been with security for a year, and it's been an amazing experience. I mean, because one thing that I enjoy about, you know, security title is the ability to meet people. Yeah. I mean, you know, as well as I do in this industry, you're constantly networking. But now mm-hmm. if you're networking to actually help someone grow their business. Yes. Um, that, you know, that's a blessing in itself. Yes. And I'm lucky to have uh, a great business partner and Jeremy. Ian. Yes, Jeremy. Hi, Jeremy, if you're watching. Yeah. So you better be watching. 
<laughs> I think I think working with him has been a blessing truly just because I mean he is the best in the industry right now mm-hmm. and when you can learn from the best it's like when any realtor is going into real estate yes it makes sense to go on a team learn from someone who's already done it before yes um, so I learn a lot from so it's a great thing mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah other than that I mean I'm you know I I'm a, I'm a normal guy. I yeah. collect I collect a lot of Batman stuff. I have a lot of Batmobiles in my house. I'm talking maybe like 300. So speaking of Batman, speaking of what you like to do, so yesterday was your birthday. Yes. I'm not going to talk about your celebration or anything. <laughs> you know what? It, it was actually, I'm not big on birthdays, but mm-hmm. for some reason, Jeremy wanted to like, you know, we had a CE class at the beginning. Jeremy wanted to have everyone sing happy birthday. And yes. I don't know if you know how long happy birthday is when someone is singing to you. It's kind of embarrassing. It's it's very embarrassing. And then, yeah, it's actually, I mean, a lot of people, I mean, even you got me some Joker socks and a card. You like Batman. I know. Yes. So I'm, I'm a, I appreciate it. I mean, I know most people don't say this, but I tend to say the first thing that pops in my mind. I can't stop myself. That's even what though I love about you. <laughs> <laughs> So I got you the Joker socks because those were the only Batman socks I could find. I was looking for some different ones, but those were the only ones. But I was like, well, it's Batman related. Yeah, I I love them. (laughs) Well, good. Hopefully I'll see you wear them. Um, So what I was going to say, though, you share a birthday with... The King of Pop. Michael Jackson. So yesterday you said... You that's the reason why you have so many dance moves. I I agree. I agree. You don't. I don't think that's true. I dance circles around a lot of people, but mm-hmm. I'm t- when I growing up, I mean, Michael Jackson was an idol. Yeah, and my mom used to have this like leather jacket. Mm-hmm. She used to let me wear it all the time, and I used to dance in it. And uh, you know, <laughs> at the apartments, they have Michael Jackson competitions. Mm-hmm. I'd win all those too. That's crazy. I mean, I still do. <laughs> I can see you doing that too. I mean, you're lucky we can't even dance in here. No, it's not enough room. <laughs> but think you guys are lucky we're not dancing in here. Well, okay, so you like Michael Jackson. You uh, you believe that you can sing and dance very well because you're born. Sing is sing is kind of iffy. Dance, I I know. Okay, well we'll just let you keep that. So tell us about one of the things that I like about you is that you are very involved with the community and charity and giving back. Um, so tell us about some of the charities that you're involved with. Yeah, so um, one that I'm uh, I'm very proud of and. Um, I've done a lot of stuff with like Special Olympics, Boys and Girls Club, um, Big Brother, Big Sister. Um, I recently um, was on a board. It's called of a charity called I Can in downtown Chandler. Um, I remember you guys had that tequila tasting. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That was solid. Yeah, and we we do that to raise money Very because good. what what I love about I Can is these kids are you know they're in a s- specific area in Chandler. They're at risk youth, mm-hmm. but they're not paying for anything. They don't have to pay to actually go to this nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I mean, that speaks volumes of it. And when people are donating, you're truly donating to the nonprofits actually facilitate these children to actually go mm-hmm. um, that, you know, might be involved in like drug abuse, substance abuse, that type of stuff. And mm-hmm. um, I, lo- I love it. And the staff there is amazing. And, you know, it's it's tough when you're in the nonprofit world. You don't make a lot of money and mm-hmm. you ha- you kind of have to be really passionate about it. Okay. Um, so everyone there is just truly passionate about helping those kids grow. So can you tell us a little bit, so if a kid belongs to ICANN or they're participating in yeah. the program, what does that look like for them signing up? How do they how do they get involved with it? Yeah, with so the, um, it's an after-school program. Mm-hmm. So usually ICANN actually has their own buses that they can actually physically go pick kids up at school mm-hmm. and drop them off at home. Um, and really, you just have to sign up. If they have availability, they'll let you in. Okay. So, Very yeah, cool. it's not, not hard. I believe it's the ages of, like, 5 to 13. Okay. Um, and then during the day, they actually have a high school there while the kids wow. are actually at school. Wow. Yeah. So. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. So if people wanted to donate to ICANN, where can they go to do that? 
Um, if you search I Can Chandler, they can go online and donate, and then we. So they, then the spelling is a little different. So can you spell it? Yeah, Sorry. it's I C A N. Oh, it's not two N's. No, no, no. Oh. Okay, but what's so cool is they, they do um, several events around the valley. Mm -hmm. um, you went to the tequila tasting. Yes. That and was I got awesome. an invite recently for something too. I haven't opened the email because yeah. I'm bad at my emails. They, I'm t they're constantly doing stuff. They had the committee that puts on those things was is amazing that, that I used to be a part of. But you okay. know, now that I have a newborn, I try to get home and put yeah. him to sleep. So. Yeah, dad duties take take precedence. It's, it's fun though. Yeah, very. I mean, I see you posting. What did you post about? You post about the football season, like you had your football helmet. <laughs> See, and your kid was looking at you like, uh, yeah, he knows I'm crazy. Right house? <laughs> I, but that's what I plan. I'm a Giants fan, so I plan to wear that helmet until they lose. The last Giants fan on earth. Yeah. Sorry, just kidding. It's cold. World. I don't watch football, so it's not. I don't know anything. I mean, I know a lot of things about football, but I just don't watch it anymore. It's been like ten years, probably, since I watched a football game. I don't even watch Super Bowl. Sorry, sorry, not sorry. So what else? Tell us more about uh, you. What do you like to do? What are your hobbies other than Batman and football? You know, I have a I have a collecting problem. I, like I collect too much, and it's not like uh, hoarder. That's no, the name. See, of <laughs> if, if you would see if you would see my back cave, like everything is like even, like it's clean, wiped down, like there's nothing mm -hmm. on the floor. Um, I collect a lot of shoes too. Like oh have, yeah, you do like yeah. I have over a hundred pairs of shoes. You like Vans. You like Vans. Jordan. I like a lot of. I have. I have a lot of Jordans. Mm -hmm. Jordan ones. That, that's my go-to. But you know, it's it's tough with this job because it's not like you can go to work and wear Jordans every day. Right. So a lot of them sit in the boxes for a while <laughs> before they go on rotation. That's funny. Yeah. So, so you touched on it a little bit in when in our introduction, and you talked about um, working in insurance, working in insurance, yeah. but it's all sales. Yeah. So what got you into sales, and what led you to where you are today? Um, there's a, a gentleman by the name of Kevin Kaufman. Um, mm -hmm. When I was younger, he approached me about being in real estate. I was about you know 17, 18, just mm -hmm. got out of high school. I moved out of my mom's house, and he approached me about being in real estate. Mm -hmm. um, at that time, I wasn't sure. Obviously, when you're on your own, you have bills to pay, and it's like the thought process of going into something that's commission only yeah, um, kind of scared me, but it actually put me in a position where I knew I wanted to be in sales. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I worked for Polaroid, um, selling Polaroid film to uh, digital camera stores. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. That was actually my first job. And then after that, IBM asked me to work for the... Were you walking around like... <laughs> yes. With, no, for real? Yeah. I actually actually did some, uh, some nonprofit <laughs> stuff where we actually had a dance where like shake your Polaroid picture. For real? True story. Okay. I'll, I'll was that around video. the time when Andre 3000 yeah. came out? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, um, did you come up with that concept? No. Oh, okay. I mean, it sounds I wish like I, you. It's, it's pretty much me all day. But yeah, so I got into sales that way and then um, kind of stuck with it just because I, I like talking to people. Um, I don't mind being on the phones. A lot of people hate being on the phones, but mm -hmm. I kind of approach talking on the phone the way I talk to someone yeah. one on one. Yeah. You worked at Yelp for a while too. I did. Yeah. Yeah. I worked at Yelp for about three years mm -hmm. um that's a different experience in itself i mean that's you're, you're calling local businesses but the atmosphere of yelp it's really just so laid back mm -hmm. and and when atmospheres are like that laid back it's easy to get on the phone and make a call yeah and it's easy to have fun with people yeah when you're, when you're calling them so yeah i worked at yelp for a little bit as well okay and then you got into insurance insurance that's where i met you so when you and yeah. i met you were in insurance you were working for a company then you started your own insurance company yeah yeah so tell me what you, when you were working in insurance, what was your biggest learning experience in that in that position? Um, I think someone gave me advice. They said when you need someone, 
get them before you don't need like before it's too late in a sense of like when you need an assistant pay for it right away yeah um i know it's going to cost you money it's going to cut into your bottom line but do it right now so you can actually grow your business Mm -hmm. um and that's one thing i didn't do in time okay so it was uh it was that was a huge learning experience for me um but it's different being on your own you know you're your own boss you know, you create your own hours, you, yes. you know, you're strictly commissioned, stuff like that. So I wouldn't know anything about that. Yeah, Just I kidding. I know about that. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah it's, yeah, it's tough. It's a lot harder than people think. Right. They think you start a business by ma- at least in this day and age. I feel like people think you start a business by making a Facebook page yep. and then telling all your friends to look at it. And then if they don't look at it, the business has failed and then they go back and get a job. Yeah. And I, I think especially in, in the real estate industry, people see mm-hmm. people are successful and they think because they sold two houses, made $10,000, whatever that is. Yeah. And they automatically go and spend it. Right. And try to pay off everything. And now they're left with zero. And they're like, well, okay, what do I do now? Real estate's a different... It, well, it's technically not a different beast, but people treat it as such. I feel like what people for when they look at people that are most successful, and this really is in 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 the industry, they see the end result, but they don't see the journey that took the person there. Agreed. And you know, they don't see the blood, sweat, and the tears because there's a lot of tears too. Yeah. Um, because it's hard, and so they miss that part. And then the other thing they miss is the fact that it, it's not. It's not an easy industry and owning a business in general is just not easy to do and you need to you need to have discipline you need to have patience and then you also need to have the ability to think forward and if you don't have those things that's okay but you need to get in relationship with people that do have those visions and that can help you and be able to support you in doing those things and i think the biggest thing you said there is patience Mm -hmm. you know um i lack a lot of patience you know it's it's one of those things where you're working so hard and you want things to happen like right now you're like mm-hmm. you know one one of these deals coming in when is this going to happen i've done all these things that you know my coach has told me to do mm-hmm. that my boss has told me to do whatever that may be yeah and you know if you kind of take a step back and you kind of take that patience and just let things unfold the way they're supposed to yeah i mean any, anything happens at that point i totally agree with you because for me and i had this conversation i think with somebody in my office and i told him like one of my strongest assets is patience and he said he asked me is that natural or is it learned? And I said, for sure learned. Like I've never been a patient person. I'm not necessarily a patient person, but I'm patient with my business. Yeah. I'm patient with my clients because I understand, for one, when people are buying a house, um, it's a huge undertaking. Like they have, I mean, it's a lot of money for, first of all, but it's also a very, it's probably one of the most stressful things you're gonna do with your life. And so I feel like the least I can do to be good to this person is to is to demonstrate patience. Yeah. And so when it comes to that, I'm able to be really patient about it. But I don't know, not, maybe not so, in my, not so much in my personal life. Let, let, me, uh, let me ask you, what's, what would you say like, is, was the hardest thing when, for you starting in real estate? The hardest thing? Yeah, like something that you've learned from. Hardest thing. Ooh, that's a good question. Look at you flipping the script on me. Um, the hardest thing is... I won't say it's hard, but it's definitely an adjustment. It's, uh, I've always been in a position where I've dealt with a lot of people and had a lot of moving parts. Yeah. Um, but you really will deal with some extreme personalities in real estate, whether it's the other agent that you're dealing with, whether it's their client, whether it's their contractors, whether it's your client, your contractors, your the people that are around you. Um, so to me, in real estate, that is the that's one of the challenging things. But... I can't necessarily say it's been hard for me. So 
mainly because you're putting me on the spot. Maybe I'll think about it later yeah. when you come back. Um, or when Jeremy comes, he can ask me the same question because your partner's going to be on in a couple weeks. Yeah. Um, maybe I'll have a different answer. But okay. i got to think about that. That's fair. It was, it was tough. I'm sorry. Threw that at you last minute. Uh, it wasn't tough, but it's something to think about. Yeah. And the cool thing, and see, this is why I like, I like to have friends that make me think. And I was just talking to somebody else about this yesterday. I like to have friends that'll say something and sometimes it's not a direct question it'll just be a general statement but i'll go to sleep and i'll wake up with a new thought process because of something they asked or because a conversation that was had and that's one of the things that's one of the reasons i like having you as a friend because one you tell me the truth sorry i keep hitting the mic um (laughs) because when you tell me the truth um even if it's not nice right (laughs) like you'll be direct and i need that in my life and i think most people need it they just can't handle it but You'll tell me the truth. You'll be honest. You'll be direct, and we can move forward. Like it's not some. It's not a situation where we, yeah. e- either of us, will take it personal. Yeah. No. I think. I think that's one of the things I like about our friendship. It's like there's always that business aspect, and we're always, you know, there's never a time where you don't just call me and talk about business. There's a lot of times where you'd actually just call, see how I'm doing, mm-hmm. you know, see where I'm at and everything like that. Yep. Um. And I think that, that that's one thing I love about you is the fact that you're so direct. I mean, anyone who knows <laughs> you, it's like there's no filter. There's just whatever comes to mind. That's it's a what little filter. It just comes right out. But the thing is, you don't you don't see that anymore. Mm-hmm. You see a lot of people tell you what you, what you want to hear. Yeah. You know. Sometimes I don't say anything, believe it or not. And that's that's the worst thing. I mean, that, I'd be more afraid if you didn't say anything. No. What I mean is, I'll tell my friends. But yeah. what I'm saying is, sometimes some people can't handle things, and those are not my friends. Like, if you're a person, if you're not my friend, you're not on my team, you're just not part of my circle. If you're a person that can't handle um, authentic feedback or authentic communication, then that's not really a, somebody that I want in my circle. But, um, and those, I recognize those and I know not when not to say something. Yeah. But because I know who I am and because I know I'm going to be direct, I have to have those people in my circle. So like, even when, you know, I bring people on, like I told Brandon, I think when, um, when I hired him, I was like, okay, so this is how I am just so you know, and you're not surprised and it's nothing personal, but I, this is how I communicate. Yeah. So. I, I think that's the biggest thing, you know, as I as I get older, I realize like, you know, when you're younger, you have so many friends, you have mm-hmm. you call everyone your friend, you're friends with so many people on Facebook. But as you get older, that circle kind of closes in, mm-hmm. in terms of who you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, you always want someone to always going to make you think or yes. who are going to make you question certain things. Yes. Um, and I think that's huge. I mean, if because that's the only way you grow, especially in this industry is like you need to surround yourself with people who are going to challenge you for sure i have and it's funny because in real estate you deal with a lot of couples so sometimes one couple is on this page and another couple is on this page and they're trying they they want somebody on their side to be the deciding vote and they'll ask a direct question they'll say tia what do you think about so and so and so and i'll give my honest answer and they'll say that's not the answer i wanted and i'm like but that's the answer you needed right so i may not give you the answer you want but i'm always going to give you the answer you need don't ask questions you don't want the answer to yeah so but you know, I'm hard-headed. I always ask all the questions. <laughs> okay, so one of the things, too, you're huge on social media. Somewhat. You like social media. Yeah, yeah. You like positivity. I do. You like good energy, and you really like Gary Vee. Love Gary Vee. Um, and so one of the things I know, like on your Instagram, you don't do it as much anymore. You used to do it on Snapchat and Instagram. Yeah, I got away from Snapchat. I'm not a big fan of Snapchat anymore. Because you can do the same stuff with Instagram. Yeah. and I still like Snapchat. I do. There's just so many different platforms now. There's a lot. But I've tried to just stick on to Instagram. Yeah. Well, one of the things you always like to do, like, okay, Monday motivation or Friday motivation, and you do your videos while you're driving in the night wing. (laughs) (laughs) 
You know, I actually get so much uh, slack from that. Like people, really? like, I kid you not, I get messages all the time because, you know, obviously you're Instagramming and driving. But Wait, you're not holding your phone, are you? No, I have a magnet on my car. Right. So, But it's like sometimes I look at the camera and drive, but at the same time I'm driving at 4 o'clock in the morning. No one's on the road, so. Mm, okay, so let's maybe not talk about that because I don't want you to no, accidentally a, hit somebody and they'll be like, were you Instagramming? <laughs> I saw that video you did. I, Mr. Very, Insurance. I, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm very careful. Uh, I believe you. I'm not a fan of texting and driving. Like That's okay. like my one pet peeve. People yeah. text me all the time. So I'm probably very old school in this regard but i like if you have some things to ask me just call me at least if it's more than one thing like if it's a question that's going to lead to another question it's going to lead to another please call me and let's get that handled in five minutes not a series of text messages span over 12 hours (laughs) because one i can't respond right away you can't respond right away and i don't feel like having this all the way into the evening i just can't handle it but anyway uh, i digress but I don't like texting and driving. Video and driving, I think you can do as long as you do the video and then you stop the video when you're at like a red light or something. Yeah, that's typically what I do. Like okay. I, if I if I write anything, I just post it on Instagram. But yeah, I, I usually do um, positive stuff in the morning. That's just because how my mind works. It's mm-hmm. it's one of those things you, when you put it, whatever you put out is what you're gonna get. Yeah. And I'm a constant believer in terms of like stay positive. Like there's. Yes. There's, there's a lot of things that happen, but at the same yes. time, we're alive and we're breathing. Well, I need you to do those again because I like them. They're good. Tell us, about what's your favorite quote? Like, do you have a favorite quote that you look at and you just feel so inspired yeah, and you yeah. want to tackle the day? Um, Gandhi, a man is but the product of his thoughts, What's what he thinks he becomes. Hmm. So that's uh, that's one I, I love a lot. And okay. I think does uh, that get you revved up in the morning? Does that make you um, like? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if it like. I'm not one to. I don't. I used to. I don't. You know, who Eric Thomas is. Yeah. So I used to listen to a lot of Eric Thomas yeah. videos going into the gym or while I was at the gym. Like yes. that was something. Just because his his voice and the way he attacks things mm-hmm. is is it just comes off as very powerful and motivating. Yeah. Um. So I, I used to listen to that a lot in the morning. Um. But there's nothing not much that I read or in terms of in the morning like a positive quote. Cause there's a lot of okay. people who have that like that morning ritual where they get coffee, they read something positive and get mm-hmm. their day started. It's just not me. Okay. I wish it was. I wish I was I wish I was better at doing some reading in the morning. Okay, I, so is there a song that gets you going in the morning? Um there's a lot of songs. Last, yesterday when we were at happy hour, you were like, What's your top three? You were asking every yeah. person at the table. Well I was talking about top like top three artists because yeah. here's here's my, my thing. Like Michael Jackson and Whitney, they're always up there. Like mm-hmm. I don't and, and I think Prince is up there too. Mm-hmm. But then people started mentioning. My cousin like, Shelly will love that. She's yeah. like a Prince fanatic. But people started mentioning that like, country and stuff. I'm like, what are, what, are, what are we talking about here? No one likes country. Some obviously I, people I get it, like but country. Top three artists in the world, and we're gonna put country up there. Well, that's pretty much what you said last night. You were telling them. You were like, no, that's that not can't be your top three. I know it's it, it's it's a problem I have sometimes. I get very passionate about music. Okay, well that's that's fair. So, what song is it that you listen to in the morning? Well, right do you now, listen to music in the morning. I do. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, I don't. Right fine. now, um, there's this song. It's called "Vote" by Miguel. Mm-hmm. If you haven't listened to that, I mean, I played it for you last night, but it you it, did. Yeah, yeah. I just sometimes I tune people out. That's like not, that's sorry. Good. It's a cold world. See, I'm very at least good at that. At least you're honest. That's about why it. I'm not a good babysitter. Hey guys, don't ask me to babysit your kids because I will fall asleep on them. Won't wake up. <laughs> don't you true. have nieces and nephews? Yes. And you fall asleep on them when you're watching them? At one time, I did. One time, See, I babysat. You should, Please don't you judge should, me. You know I was very young at this time. My nephew was, this was years ago. So my nephew, Christopher, is 13 now. So he was a baby when this happened. But I went home to Ohio, and I, and I visited because I wanted to see my new nephew. 
and they left him with me and I fell asleep on him fell asleep with him on my chest and apparently he was they got back and I was knocked out and he was screaming and I didn't hear <laughs> I'm just really good at tuning but it's weird if I hear something that shouldn't be there I wake up but if I'm supposed to be asleep I'm just gonna didn't sleep you, I think you posted a video the other day of one of the guys he actually told me to follow on Instagram where he was watching his kid oh, and then devout. he t- devout and he <laughs> tied the sheet around his waist so when his kid would like crawl funny. off when he was sleeping he's able to pull it back yes I was dying I'm the master of sharing private Instagram video messages because they crack me up did you watch that uh, Eddie was Eddie B the teacher no Oh, the one you sent me. Yeah. The- I think I watched one of them, but I didn't watch all of the ones you sent to me because I forgot. But I will go back and look at those because I'm sure they're still there. Sorry, friend. <laughs> Don't be mad. Okay. So we talked about that. Okay. So you work with a lot of real estate agents. What do you think? You work with top real estate agents. You work with new real estate agents. What would you say are the assets of a strong real estate agent? And you don't have to list all of my assets. <laughs> Just make it all about you. I'm kidding. Um, I think there's, uh, I think there's three things. It's when I when I meet with agents and I don't, you know, we meet with new agents, brand new who just got their license yesterday. We meet with them, try to create some type of structure. We meet with multi million dollar producers. Mm -hmm. Um, The biggest thing I I believe in real estate in any industry is consistency. Mm -hmm. And then the second thing I think it's value. Like what value do you bring? And then the the last thing that I think people are missing the mark on is the fact of stay true to who you are people are people strictly buy based mm-hmm. on if they'd like you mm-hmm. at you know we're to a point where it doesn't necessarily mean how many homes you've sold mm-hmm. it's what value because at the end of the day there's someone who can walk in the door that sold 50 homes in that neighborhood and someone who's only sold one mm-hmm. and the people connect on in a certain level and i think True. you know when i deal with from a marketing standpoint that's what i always tell people to do it's like i want to get to know you i want to get to know what you're passionate about because mm-hmm. if we can tailor marketing towards that it's going to be a lot better. You're going to love what you do. You're going to love the content that you put out there. I believe you. I agree. Because I think what happens is when you try to be something other than who you are, you lose the authenticity, and then people automatically won't trust yeah. you. And not only that, it's going to be it's going to cause stress in your life. For sure. So who has time for that? I don't. Yeah, I think that's why I think Facebook videos are so powerful now. Mm-hmm. It's just because people that you want people to get bought into who you are, not what you do. Right. And I think that's why, you know, and with the algorithms and everything that happened on Facebook, it's mm-hmm. like, that's what you should do. If you're if you're a realtor, if you're in yeah. a sales industry, go on there, tell people about yourself. And See, if I, if I made Facebook videos all day, it would be about my OCD because I have a problem when people, like, don't wash their hands and when they leave the restroom. Oh, let's not. Let's not I have stop. problems with let's, people let's, touching let's their there. hair when they're cooking. Let's <laughs> stop there. You know, there's there's a lot of times that we've experienced where we, we've seen people walk out of the bathroom <laughs> Here's, here's an honest question. And I was actually having this conversation with Jeremy the other day uh-huh. um, because I was actually getting coffee and this girl had a booger in her nose when I was getting really? coffee. And really? I, 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 I kid you not, like when she took my order and then she went to like pour the coffee, she was like over the coffee like this. And in my head, I was like, I got to make sure that booger's still there. <laughs> so I'm like sitting under the table like that trying to make sure it's there because if it wasn't, I probably wouldn't drink that coffee. No. But let me ask you. You throw it away. If you saw someone go to the bathroom and not wash your hands, do you stop them and tell them? No. Why? If it's my friend, I would be like, really, girl, you're just going to fix your hair but not wash your hands? Come on now. And then they would wash their hands, and I'd be like, mm, I don't know if we can be friends if you don't wash your hands. Don't you, think, don't you feel like you're doing a disservice to somebody else who has to shake that person's hand? This is true. You're right. I'm going to take... I'm going to take that under advisement and make sure I tell everybody to wash your hands. You did that. Didn't you do that to your boss at Yelp? 
I did. When one of the bosses at Yelp was <laughs> Or the in, head. Was yeah. He? One of the people at Yelp, I literally, he was in the bathroom and <laughs> I saw him uh, go to the bathroom and then he walked out and I was like, hey, uh, you're going to wash your hands? And the look he gave me just, I was like, well, I mean, here's the <laughs> he thing. He was mad. <laughs> but here's the thing. You're walking around shaking hands. Yeah. Like there's a, there's a lot of people I run into. I have no shame in telling you, you, you want to go back and wash your hands? Good. But I do have a problem with telling someone to have a booger in their nose, apparently. I don't think I Obviously. can do that. I don't think I can do that. I think that's I think that's a, a tougher conversation. I won't I'll be honest. Um it it when it affects me specifically, I get a little anxious about it. Like I was in Sprouts and apparently the girl wanted to start crying all because I asked her to wash her hands because she was literally biting her fingernails. It drove mm-hmm. me crazy. I'm like, girl, you're not touching my produce with your <laughs> finger biting hands. <laughs> So I'm not I'm not gonna go into the specifics of that, but this tends to happen a lot. And I remember when I worked at Citibank, my team would laugh at me because every single time I would come back for lunch, I'd be like, "You will never believe what happened." They'd be like, "Wow, what happened now?" So I prefer to just cook <laughs> and not grow your own produce. I don't grow it. My cousin Eddie does. Hopefully, he'll come on my podcast soon. He grows his own stuff. Like they they have mint, tomatoes, water. I mean, they grow everything. Their backyard is like. Like the farmer's market. I don't have a green thumb like that. I, like, I, I kill everything. I kill a cactus. Only thing I don't kill <laughs> is weeds. I mean, for some reason they just keep growing, and I'm just you know. I know. Speaking of weeds, I need. I really need to go to get in the gym. I don't want to get off track too much, but I picked like three weeds. It was only three weeds because I guess it rained last weekend yeah. when I was away, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna get those weeds. Now all of a sudden I'm all sore. And that's pretty bad. So I gotta go to Pilates or something. Anyway, we're gonna wrap it up. Um, where tell people where they can find you on social media and will you commit to redoing your um motivational videos so that they can see them yeah yeah i, w- I will commit to that okay probably How not often? every day i, I try once to at least a week see, oh for sure once okay. a week i usually do it in the, in the morning when i'm, I'm hype on the day already because mm-hmm. you, you just never know what can happen in a day but i try to stay positive so yep. i will commit to at least once a week i need to be better at doing more facebook lives mm. uh, like your partner jeremy does he's he's on it Every I mean, Sunday. I mean, you know, he, he reached for that Sunday strength and he'd be like, I'm in my backyard, y'all. <laughs> yeah, just see my backyard. See my big pool. I'm like, come, come I'm on, man. Kidding. Hi, Jeremy again. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'll commit to that. And then uh, what was the other question? Where can they find you? Um, what's your Instagram? What's your Facebook? I believe it's like Andrew underscore Greaves. Mm-hmm. Um, and Facebook's just Andrew Greaves. Okay, cool. It's just, uh, you know. Well, I'm assuming since you're watching this, you probably already follow me. However, if you're following from Andrew's page, you can find me on NextViewRE or at NextViewRE on Instagram and on our Facebook page. We have NextViewRE on Facebook or TMOR. Um, we are going to be a weekly podcast every Thursday at 1 o'clock and, or 1-ish. Sometimes we run a little bit late. Don't say it. I'm not going to. Sometimes we run a little bit late, but we try to be on time um, because I really do like punctuality. And um, even though I was late today, so we may not even be Instagram live. You know, what would you just call it what it is? No. Stop it. What? No. No, Don't do it. We'll move past it. Anyway, you guys can find me. um, Find me on there. If you have any questions that are real estate related, feel free to send me a private message or you can reach me on my cell phone at 480-521-6898. Me and my team would love to assist you. Um, with any of your real estate needs, even if it's just a simple question, no matter where you are, you can be in Arizona, you can be in Texas, you can be in Ohio, you can be in Florida, and those are my favorites because that's where I know a lot of people. <laughs> I do um, know a lot of people. 
Otherwise, we uh, I want to give a special shout out to our sponsors again. We have Ryan, um, we have Justin Oliver and Ryan Whaley from Nova Home Loans, Yvonne Hunter with Platinum Home Warranty and Security Title, Mr. Andrew Greaves and Jeremy Eaton. And that is pretty much it. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you very much for tuning in. See you later. <laughs>